Willingboro, New Jersey. Dominic. Do you know how it feels to be stuck in a dead-end job, dealing with the monotony of getting up every day, just to make it into a place that you truly hate to be? That's how I felt. I'm a grown-ass man and was making ten fifty an hour working in a mass-dispensing pharmacy called Medco Health Solutions. I had even gone to school to get my CDL in an attempt to better my options, but I was still stuck at Medco. First, let me explain how Medco was set up. They have two levels of employees, pharmacists and pharmacy techs. The pharmacists make six figures a year, while the techs struggle to make enough to cover their basic living expenses. The crazy part is we work side by side with them doing almost the exact same stuff. For years that bugged me, until I came up with a way to use it to my advantage. I did go, go holla at him, I said to Crystal. Okay, I got you, Dominic, she replied. Crystal was a pharmacy tech, just like me. The only difference was that she stripped on the side to make her ends meet. I couldn't blame her for it either. With the 36, 24, 44 measurements that God had blessed her with, it would be a darn shame if she didn't show off her beautiful body. I watched hopefully as she executed phase one of my plan, using what she was blessed with to get what she wanted. So me and some of my girlfriends are throwing a little hotel party tonight. I see how hard you and the other pharmacists work, and I thought maybe you could use a break, said Crystal to a pharmacist by the name of Bill. Crystal was standing close enough to Bill that her perky tits brushed up gently against his body. Like any straight man, the physical contact was turning him on. So, are y'all interested in blowing off a little steam with us? Sounds like fun, said Bill, mulling over the offer. Bill was a married man with three kids, but any fool could tell that he was far from happy. He put in his regular 40-hour work weeks to pay a mortgage on a house that he hardly had time to enjoy. Then, Bill worked overtime to pay a car note on a Lexus that his ungrateful wife drove and private school tuition for kids that didn't even appreciate it. Crystal was offering him up a chance to relax with her and some of her gorgeous stripper friends after work. They were all sexy women, just like her, and loved to perform and entice men. Naturally, it didn't take much convincing for Bill to accept her offer. He jumped like a catfish chasing a baited hook. After all, every man needs some excitement in his life. Bill accepting the offer and agreeing to round up his rich pharmacist friends was only half the plan. In order to make everything work properly, I had to take a gamble. The problem with me making a gamble was that I was using scared money. Scared money usually don't make no money. I was struggling to make ends meet, so if things didn't work out, I'd be screwed. I didn't have much extra cash, but I used what I had to secure a room at the Marriott Hotel over in Mount Laurel. Then I had to pay Crystal and three other strippers just to show up. They weren't about any games, and they made sure the money was on point before anything popped off at all. Their private party rates were definitely not cheap, but if my plan worked properly, it would all be worth it. Bill rounded up three of his pharmacist buddies who were also in need of a little excitement in their lives. Like Bill, they were financially successful but unfulfilled on the personal side. I guess that was a catch-22. They spent all their time working to afford whatever they wanted but never got to truly enjoy it. What a life. That was the main reason why they had showed up to spend some relaxation time with Crystal and her girls. The pharmacists had arrived with their pockets full of cash for tipping and other special services that the strippers provided. I stocked the room with bottles of Grey Goose, Absolute, and Crown Royal. That was another expense I had to incur, but deep down I knew it would be worth it. The night started with Crystal providing lap dances to Drake's Take Care, but then she switched up to You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC, which was more of Bill and his pharmacist buddy speed. As Crystal slowly grinded on each one of them, they sipped on the liquor. 
For the pharmacists, it was the best night they had experienced in a long time. Their mundane lives only consisted of working and bill paying, but this little event helped to break the pattern of dreariness. So you boys ready to turn this party all the way up? Asked Crystal as she sat perched on top of Bill's lap. Can it get any better? Asked Bill, toasting his co-worker with a half-empty cup of Grey Goose and cranberry juice. Yep, it can. Replied Crystal as she arose from Bill's lap. Crystal turned around to face Bill and grabbed his crotch. Gently, she unzipped his docker's pants and exposed his manhood. Her stripping partners did the same with the three other men. Before Bill and his buddies knew it, a hand job had turned into a blow job and then an all-out orgy. Crystal's juicy body was too much temptation for Bill to resist, especially since his wife rationed out sex only when she wanted a new Michael Kors bag. The same went for the other pharmacists. They were drunk and excited, living out college fantasies that they had missed out on due to the fact that they were too busy studying to party. Crystal was bouncing up and down on Bill like Pinky the porn star, and he was loving every bit of it. My plan was working perfectly. As the orgy concluded and Bill and his pharmacist buddies began getting dressed and thinking of what lies they were going to tell their wives, I sat in the parking lot of the hotel anxious as hell. First, the girls came out, and I winked at Crystal to express my satisfaction. She smiled back and then proceeded to drive her dancing partners home in her Chevy Tahoe, which was a typical stripper vehicle. After a few minutes, Bill and his boys strolled out. I hopped out of my pathetic little Nissan Sentra and confidently strolled towards Bill. I could tell he vaguely remembered me from work, which I expected. After all, I was six foot four inches tall, so it was kind of hard to forget. As Bill tried to make it to his car as undetected as possible, I approached him. Hey, Bill, you ever heard of a company called Axis? I asked him. Bill tried to ignore by opening his car door, but I aggressively closed it. Hey, man. I asked you a question and you ignored me. That was rude, my man, I explained. Bill looked at his buddies. They were all pretty confused by my presence. Finally, he answered my strange question. No, I don't know anything about a company called Axis. Let me explain their product. They make surveillance cameras that transmit back to a laptop and record live video, I said. Bill was still half drunk and confused, but his buddies were starting to get it. So, for example, if I wanted to record everything that just happened in that hotel room over there, all I would have to do is place a few little cameras in there and stream it back to my laptop. You comprehend? I smugly said. Finally, I hit Bill and his buddies with the best part to my plan. You know, the internet is a great place to find a person's address. How long do you think it'll take me to find where you live? With your wives and kids, I laughed. As Bill and the other three pharmacists realized what I was saying, they knew that they were in an awful situation. I had them recorded on video doing things that would absolutely ruin their marriages. With evidence like this, a divorce lawyer would have them working 80-hour weeks just to pay alimony and child support. Look, man, what do you want? Finally asked Bill. I laughed. What did he think I wanted? I wanted what everyone wants. The thing that makes the world go round. Money. I gave them all a two-week deadline to talk to their accountants, go to their credit unions, and each provide me with a very reasonable sum of $20,000. A piece. It was a hefty price tag, but none of the pharmacists were willing to jeopardize their marriages and family lives. I was confident that they would come through. They had to, or else I was going to burn DVDs at the hotel room orgy and show up on their doorsteps, one by one. Fourteen days later, the money arrived at my house in a briefcase. I quit my dead-end pharmacy tech job and headed for South Carolina, which was a state with some of the best untapped prime real estate in the country. Forget working hard for chump change. I had schemed my way into some real money. 
Technically, what I had done was called blackmail and extortion, but those terms only mattered if you got caught. I had gotten away scot-free and was ready to move on to a new phase of life that didn't involve me working for anyone else's company. I was born to be a boss, and it was time to prove that to the rest of the world.